Hi guys, welcome back to Table for One. Oh, actually, it's Table for Two this week. Pulled myself up a stool. Yeah. I have a guest, um, first guest of the series, or the whole podcast, I guess. Um, this is one of my flatmates, Georgia. So, if you want to say hi, introduce yourself. Do you know your book three? Uh, kind of. So, hi, my name's Georgia. You'll all know me. I don't venture very far. Um... <laughs> My big three, well, I'm a bit skeptical on these star sign stuff, but you know, I'm into it a little bit, I guess. My, what's it called? My first one? Like my, Your son. My son. It's a Sag, so you know, big Sag energy, She's all about definitely me. a Sag. <laughs> you know how it is. Um, oh, let me look at my Snapchat, actually, that will tell me. I think you have a Leo in there somewhere. Like, don't you have a Leo rising and a Pisces, Pisces moon? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, my moon is in Pisces, yeah, so definitely got my emotional side there. And yeah, Leo rising, so two fire signs in my big three <laughs> really complements my personality well, some would say. Uh, Should yeah. we set the scene? Yeah, okay, so guys, this is a different recording scene than I normally do. Normally I'm either sitting at my desk, um, like swinging around my chair, which is why I sometimes like crashes in the background. Or I'm lying in bed, but today we're actually in the bathroom at our flat and I'm cutting her hair. Um, lockdown's really got to us, clearly. So, yeah, that's what's going on. She's on a wee stool. I've got the professional comb, the good old kitchen scissors. I'm a bit nervous, but I think my hair needs a cut and it's a little bushy mane anyway, so <laughs> they'll hide it if something goes wrong, slip with the scissors or something. We'll be fine. I don't know if it'll be a slip, it might be intentional. Don't. Don't. <laughs> I would never. No, don't worry. Um, but yeah, I got George on this week because I always like thought, I was like, you know, I'll start off doing it individually, but I would always like want to have guests on and like a lot of my friends are like, oh, that'd be, you know, great. And me and Georgia have been really good friends for like, God, five, five years, six, six years. I know. And obviously we're like, now we live together. Clearly really good friends. Yeah, <laughs> can't even keep track. Um, but I was like, you know, I feel like we always talk about just, we literally just always talk about so much crap. So such really some of it is good enough to put on the podcast. Um, but I think one thing, like, especially after leaving high school and Georgia's actually finishing her degree this year, one thing we like always talk about is like, you know, growing up and like becoming an adult and like the future. So I guess in like the twenties is the real time where you like get to know yourself, you like become more yourself almost. Um, and I think we both have like not necessarily different as in like opposing ideas, but we're not both like, yeah, I want to do that, I want to do that, I want to do that. So I guess that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today, like our 20s, where we set some going. Um, yeah, just we'll see what happens. I guess we have like different ideas and like the way we want to achieve things. Like I've, I've always been quite like a type A personality, like um, you know, everything's in its tight little box, like don't really stray far from the street sort of vibes. Um, so like my timeline, I guess, has a few dates on it, a few things I need to tick off. And we'll always get into like, not arguments. It's not an argument. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of like a heated discussion, like you would typically have when you've got opposing views about how, say like, oh, you know, but I want to be the sage when this happens. And you, with Catherine's wisdom, she's like, but life happens and blah, blah, blah. So. I guess that's usually where we differ. 
Um, but like, I don't think any of us is like, oh my god, that's the wrong way to do it. Because there's no like right or wrong way to do anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and at the end of the day, like we obviously haven't lived through our twenties, so we don't know. Yeah, maybe planning is the right way. But yeah. What would you say? Like, you are planning. Like, okay. Well, I guess break it down to like career-wise. Like, what would you say you're like planning for your twenties? <sighs> I'm worth Oh my god, she says she thinks it's too short. <laughs> okay, maybe lengthen it out. Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of hair coming off, I'm a bit concerned. Um, I guess I'm in a pretty lucky position with my career. Like, I was pretty fortunate at school. I sort of always had an idea, like, pretty good at understanding of what I wanted to do. And I went from school straight into nursing, which is a three-year degree. So, graduating at the end of this year, and I'll be 21 and joining the workforce. So I'm like, okay, like that part sort of scares me. But then you know, salary at 21, guys. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. It I might can't. be a lot, but it'll be a bit. Um, it'll be more than my student loan. But yeah, so my career I think is pretty well set out for me, like the definitely the next few years. Um, I have my eyes set on a few places that if you know me well, I'm sure you'll have heard about. <laughs> But definitely next few years, kind of looking at jobs in Auckland, I've done all my training here and I just see like an easy progression, I guess. Want to keep, you know. And like your life is here as well. Like, yeah. You know, and, you know, like, like, and you're still young, like you're 21, you don't want to be going and living in the middle of the I don't even move like, somewhere for like, a crazy yeah. job. Um, and I like Auckland, like, I'm probably the first to say that I am quite a Jaffa anyway, so I think Auckland suits me well. But after that, definitely have my sights set on Melbourne. There's like a big children's yeah. hospital over there that I really want to head to. And mum's like not too far away, like you yeah. know, come back home. I think a lot of Kiwis, well like you always hear about like the brain drain, like how, what are they called, like uh, skilled workers, like a lot of them will go to Australia. Mm. But you like so see why. Yeah, and like especially in nursing there's an easy, not easy, there's a good progression. Like it's like a good transition. Do you have to do any extra training to go and work in Nah, which is real lucky. That's not between Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Um, but further far you do. I guess that sort of leads to like later in my twenties. I'm probably looking at going a bit further than that overseas. But gotta cash in that British passport. But oh, um, yes. yeah, we'll see. But it's quite different to your sort of career plans for your twenties. Yeah, I feel like I when I started uni, I was the opposite of Jay. I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do like career wise at all so I actually just went into like doing a BA because I was like oh this won't shut any doors and it will like it will keep a lot of them open kind of thing and like as I've gone through it I actually realized I was like oh I really like I just like really enjoy learning and like so I'm doing my BA in history and Chinese I feel like I probably said that in some episode <laughs> but I can't remember Refreshing. um and I really enjoy particularly like the history side of it so I can see myself continuing to study history and like hopefully ultimately go into like the academic world. Um, I would really like to be like a lecturer and I think one of the job options that like did kind of float around a bit when I was at school was like being a teacher so that combines that like quite nicely. Um, but yeah because I guess that becoming an academic is not like a you know you do your degree and then you're like okay right here's my office I can teach students it's very much like you have to you know, do research, like, I'd be looking at probably doing a master's first in the next probably two or three years, and then at some point I would love to, like, a, to do a PhD, which obviously you have to do to then be, like, a professor, 
um, and show you, you know, have enough knowledge in that area. But, um, so I kind of feel like I'm just going to be studying forever and it's going to take me a long time to get to a salary job or like what I'd be like, oh, this is my like career. Yeah. Way. Yeah. And I think also that people come into academics at heaps of different stages. Like a lot of people do research or like work in the field and then become an academic, whereas I feel like nursing has quite like a nice set out path. Mm. Um, yeah. Nursing yeah. definitely has like quite a straight transition, but I guess there's always that part of me that like the job I chose when I was 18 might not be the right job for me when I'm like 50. Yeah. Like, are you like open to changing career? Like, um, I think one of the things I like about nursing is that there's so many avenues within the same career. So like, sort of the same, like you can go into teaching if you want to, or like, there's a lot of uh, like jobs in a hospital that aren't necessarily like working on the floor. Um, yeah, actually, Karen, like knowing that you, because you're like the only close one I have doing nursing. Like, I feel like I've already come to learn so much more about the nursing profession. Mm. Like, I yeah. probably just kind of thought, oh, you know, like, there's like more senior and more junior, and like, that's it. Yeah, there's like definitely educational roles. There's like charge nurse roles, which I've always sort of, I guess, wondered about. Um, there's like heaps of things you can do. You can work on like helicopters and like be like a part of retrieval teams, like that sort of stuff. So there's tons of stuff you can do. And obviously you can go into like all the different areas of Yeah, like a million specialties as well. But I don't know, we'll never know. I sort of joke about my career, I think, a lot more than I should. Like, I find a lot of it quite funny. Um, yeah, she's a big fan of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And if you know me well, you'll know that I chucked around the police academy for a while too. Which is always a good old joke that I'm sure will surface for many years to come. But, you know. The thing is, I, why does a nurse and a police officer Loki have like the same energy? Well, that's what I think. I like, that's why I think it, it would actually work. Yeah. But like, I just don't know if I'm, I'm ready for that. Probably yeah, not. Fair. Definitely have a few years to grow up first, I think. But I feel like you're really mature. Like, do you, I think you're ready, like, in just as a person wise to go into a career like we're, I'm sure so many people would feel the same like oh my god I could never like how do I do this how do I do that in terms of like not just things you're learning in your degree but just being mature as a person in itself yeah I think I don't know I guess it's just sort of one of those things like life experiences kind of set you up oh my god she's taking so many like you're taking a lot off <laughs> um we want to notice the point different <laughs> I'm kind of scared. I guess with my training, Sorry. I've been really fortunate to kind of get like a heap of practical experience. And so I sort of haven't spent the last three years sitting in a lecture hall every day. I've like done blocks of lectures and then I've done blocks where I like go and like genuinely work with like members of the public. Mm. So I sort of feel like that's almost forced me to grow up a little bit more. But yeah. there's definitely not a mature side to me. And I think I probably just almost like flick a switch when I need to and then I come home and I don't. You know, we always talk about that, like the, with our whole fight actually how like it's crazy to think that three years ago we were all at the same place essentially yeah. like finishing high school we a lot of us we like did probably at least three of all the same subjects between us or like at least two yeah. and now we're all in really different places and I think that's like a big theme of the 20s in general right like and we were all at uni like we're all doing degrees but some people like you know obviously go into like trades or like they just go straight into work or take gap years and travel and so you suddenly just have not the lines blur but there just isn't like a 
everyone's doing the same thing anymore and yeah. everyone's at very different stages even though we're all the same age. I guess it's kind of like after high school you all started at the same line. Yeah. Like, as if you were going to run a race sort of like. But then it's hard to be moving in different directions. Yeah, like and people are doing it at such different paces and yeah. like that sort of stuff. So that's so true. I guess like there's no, I've recently read one of the books Defining Decades and it's like yeah, it's such a good read. Just... Like I'm not a big reader at all but it was definitely a good read. Do you feel like it was good and like it was like, you know how, would you classify it as like self-help? Uh, I mean, I guess yeah. But self-help you know, over other categories. You know how some self-help can just be like super patronizing? Nah, I didn't find it like that because okay, it's basically good, like... Cause that's what I was worried about. It's, well she's telling, it's from a therapist's point of view and she's telling stories about people who she's, like clients who she's had throughout their 20s and like the lessons that they sort of learned and stuff from them. Um, so I guess it's sort of like, almost like you hear about something before you go through it so you can learn from their mistakes, yeah. like that sort of angle. But I, like I do, like we are actually having this conversation the other night, like I think that there's a lot of things you can learn from like mistakes and that sort of stuff and like, you know, yeah. the point of your 20s isn't to not make mistakes because that's actually not, like picture perfect 20s aren't gonna set you up well for life. Yeah. I do think, like, I've suddenly, since leaving high school, and also I'm only turned 20 this year, so I wasn't in my 20s that whole time, but, like, essentially it's the same period of my life. I feel like I've so much, it's been so much rockier, but, like, mm. I've learned so much because of that, because you do just come out of that bubble that you're in, like. Yeah, and, like, at school you're very protected, and, like, everyone's sort of on the same page, like, mm. but I guess as you grow up, and also as you get into, like, the big wide world, you sort of end up, like, you know, yeah. learning a lot more, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Do you see yourself, like, in five years' time, like, with a job, husband or wife, like... Yeah, like, yeah, like, essentially that's the other big thing about the 20s, it's like, I feel like the difference between, like, 10, okay, well, like, 8 and 18, maybe, is like, okay, you're probably still at school, you're probably still living with your family, yeah, or just like, about to leave, nothing like will nothing huge. Yeah. Change. Whereas yeah. when you're like 18 and 28, it could be huge. Like you have kids of your own, like a family of your own. Like you know, you could be like seven, eight years deep into a career by then, kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Like I personally want to have my kids quite late. Like I just, I do want like a bit of career first. What do you classify as late? Not, like 30s or like? Yeah, I'm probably looking towards like. The last few years of my twenties, early thirties, my kids. Yeah, I'm the same. Rather I than kind of like 25, 26. Yeah. Um, what What if you don't find someone you want to have the kids with? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, really bring out the hard questions. <laughs> um, I always just feel like it's one of those things. Like, I'll just cross that bridge when it happens. Fair. Like, if I don't have anyone in my life that I want to have kids with, then I guess I don't know. I personally don't like know if I want kids, like if that's like the be all end all for me, like yeah. I want kids and I want a family but I also think that you can achieve that in like many different ways. Yes, that's true. Like a family doesn't necessarily have to be blood relatives and like all that yeah, kind of stuff. Like, I don't know, we'll see. I don't, I don't think about yeah. that. Like I just sort of like... I do think yeah. it's one of those things that's like, that's so far down the track. The line, but yeah. like, Because yeah. you sort of like, on the avenue you sort of had mentioned that you like, would be interested in adopting kids. Eh? Yeah, I think like I think I would want to be a mum in some yeah way to perform. I definitely want to have a dog first before like human children. The classic late twenty move. Yeah, and like I 
I guess I, in like an ideal world that would be like with a partner, like quite a long-term partner and, but I'm not like super necessarily set on having my own children, but that's also me saying that at like 20, I don't know if I'm going to feel the same yeah. when it say comes to it and yeah, but like, kind of like I was saying, a family can be achieved a lot of different ways. I don't really feel like it needs to be. I think the model of the tr traditional family, that was in air quotes, um, for those of you who you can't for see us, um, the traditional family is just becoming, I think, less and less common. Like, I don't feel like there's one nuclear family unit anymore, whereas yeah. 10, 20 years ago there might have been definitely more. Been. Um, okay, she's all chopped, like, same length. Um, I like it, actually. I, do. I, I think it will suit you. Like, you because I did cut it, I probably did cut it shorter than she <laughs> directed me to. Has anyone ever had their hairdressers say they think this would suit you? <laughs> well, I'm not a hairdresser, which is why I'm saying it like. It's fine, I took the risk. Yeah. It's alright, I have thick, bushy hair. It's okay. And you said you wanted a bit of a change, so I might just untie it some of the ends a little bit. Alright, that's fine. But yeah. But yeah, I guess family stuff is like not a thing we're thinking about right now at all. No, like, not at all. Like, I just think it's one of those things that you sort of plan out when you're like, I guess when the young. time comes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you're like, oh, like this will happen, yeah. and it won't happen, or you'll get engaged five years earlier or later than you thought, or like yeah. you'll want four kids and then you end up having two, or like you know, yeah. it's just one of those things like you just take it as it's too many other factors to like plan plan. I think. Hundred percent. I also um, I had a question on it. Was, it was actually quite a good one. What was it? What were we talking about? Kids. Oh, um. Like, even marriage in general, like, I I feel like I, when I was young, I was like, yeah, like, I'd get married, blah, blah, but I now think I probably, if, if I know I want to, like, spend my life with someone, you know, if I know this person is, like, going to be a partner for a long time, I don't necessarily feel like I need certification or, like, a priest or another figure to like say that to, yeah, to like, like make yeah to almost, like legally bind you I guess yeah. yeah and like I'm not against like getting maybe like civil union if it was purely for like ease of you know whatever financial like asset um, reasons but I don't feel like I necessarily like a big traditional wedding I kind of feel like if I did I'd elope and then like have a big like like party, a celebration like a celebration yeah, party, yeah. yeah fair enough like kind of fun. But again, like, my mind could easily change, and you know, if some people, like, change their mind when they meet the right person, like, yeah. and that kind of stuff. I think, like, for me personally, I definitely want the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I just almost see this, like, comfort in getting married. Yeah. Like, I think I love going to, it's not that I've been to, like, that many, but I really want my friends to start getting married. I know. So like, I can go to them. Yeah, we were saying that the other day, like, when we were at the little bubble walk, yes. and we were talking about, like, you know, someone having a kid because we've seen like really cute kids at the park recently and all this sort of jazz and like <laughs> I kid. Yeah, like we're still talking about like the timeline of like I guess when your pregnancy is like when it starts becoming like normal or like more common and like people are having kids and like that's very different ages for a lot of people. Like, yeah, yeah, that's so true. I always think about like my friends like obviously same age as me or like us and their parents would be very different age from my parents but because they just had their kids at different times in their own lives yeah. kind of thing 
But I think on average, especially in like Western countries, the age for having a child is like going up. Didn't you read something the other day? It was like... I did. It was in that book, um, the Defining Decades book, and it was sort of saying about how like a couple, I don't know what the stats were, but definitely the age has increased, and like the average age for a mum, the first time mum in America is now like 28 when it used to be like 25 or something like that. So it's definitely increasing. Yeah. And of course with like, you know. With like medical stuff. Like, like yeah, medical like interventions and stuff changing is like creating the space for people to have their kids later, which yeah. I think is really important. Cause I guess it brings it back to like, women shouldn't have to give up yes. their careers to yeah. have kids at 25. So they definitely bring back to like a gender equality issue. Yeah, for sure. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I always think like, my brother, I don't know who to ever have to like, not factor in, but I don't think he's sitting there going, okay, so like, I want to get this job when I'm 25. Oh wait, maybe I should take a few years off to have my children mm. because he, you know, he doesn't he need doesn't to think that. Yeah. It doesn't come into like consideration. Yeah. And I don't think it does hugely for me personally, just because like, I've been very fortunate to get my career quite early. And so I know I can work for a good like six, seven, eight years before having a kid. But I guess if you're coming out of your career a little bit later, like, you know, mid-twenties or like in a career where you need a lot of training, like to work up, like having a child at that sort of pivotal moment in your career can really dictate yeah. how far forward you can go. Yeah, that's so true. Fuck. It's, I feel like it's scary having to think about, I want to say like adult things, but I just generally feel like we, like we are adults now, you know, yeah. and it's like, they're just more and more gonna be coming to the front. Like, um, like, do you feel like because you're graduating, it's like not hitting you, but you're like, oh my God. Cause I kind of feel like I've, I'm actually, like I'm graduating halfway through next year. Um, and I'm kind of glad I have like just another semester of like, okay, I'm still a student, like that's still my whole identity. Yeah, kind of like that bit of wiggle room, yeah. I guess. And I know other people say the same thing, like, oh, it's great. Like I was a student for like, you know, five years, like that's who I was. And a lot of people talk about this weird post-grad like dip or something, or like just a feeling of they don't know what to do or like where to go kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. I guess I do to an extent, but I almost feel like it's people around me who think it more. Yeah. Like, I know... Not to, like, pressure you to, like, this is scary. Yeah, like, I... Like, not hugely, to be honest. I think, yeah, definitely those people around me think it more, and I think it's those people in, like, four, five-year conjoint degrees or, like, longer clinical programs and stuff like that, that, like, they're settling in for uni till, like, probably, like, 2022, 2023. Yeah. You know, like... If not more. If not longer, yeah. Where like for me, I always, I kind of started a career knowing it was three years, it's been three years, okay my time's up, I'm going, like, and I've been like real fortunate, like, the transition from student to like nurse for me is like, it's not necessarily easy, but it's quite well like set out, like you sort of have a lot of support and like that sort of jazz. Mm -hmm. Where I know if I was going to like a massive company, it would be really different. Yeah, like, that's true. I, yeah. I think, I guess it depends, yeah, it's like, not like you went into it and suddenly it was like cut short by two years, so you always knew it was like, okay, after three years, that's like when you yeah. finish. I always knew I was doing a short degree, so I was always like, okay, well, three years yeah. is up, like, and three years has flown by, like. Yeah, it's, it's even it's for me, it's like the fastest three years of my life, it's crazy. And like, you're not even at uni for, like, I feel like actual contact hours, and it obviously differs between degrees, like, Georgia's contact hours are way higher than mine. 
but it's like, oh my god, I was a student for all that time, but then you had like a three month long summer and like yeah. all of that kind of jazz. Like stuff you don't really think about. Yeah. So like you're not always a student for all that time. Yeah. But I think there's something to say for being a student, like the time, like the stuff you do whilst you're a student is like the best, you know? Like yeah. next year, I guess my responsibilities are sort of different and like it's yeah. just like a bit of a different thing. But I think that there's pros and cons hugely with longer student times versus shorter. Yeah. And obviously in saying this, like we are both students, we really enjoy like always we, studying, so, but it's not to say like people who aren't studying or anything are gonna like have yeah. less of a growing experience or any of that because I feel like any experiences like help you grow kind of thing. 100%. And like I'm saying this now, but I haven't like made the transition yet. Like the transition for me is coming up, but it's like I haven't kind of got to that stage. Yeah. So like, you know, I talk to me in a year and I might say like, I wish I was a student for yeah. longer. Like, I guess, yeah, obviously the things that come without being a student, like you sort of get your own income and like that sort of stuff. And like, we obviously both live out of home. Yeah. And so we like have loans. So I feel like it will be quite nice to have an income and like that sort of jazz. Yeah. Rather than... I think it's with anything though, because you could be sitting here being like, oh my god, all my friends are still going to be students, and I'm going to have to be working, like, you have to just focus on, like, the good parts, and it's all about perspective. Yeah, like, you and just I think have it's to, like, everything. Like, the differences, I think your 20s, like, really highlight the differences between even you and some of your really close yes, friends. Yes, for like, sure. we're, like, such close friends, but we kind of perceive our lives and, like, you know, like, like different ways. Yeah, yeah like, things yeah. that we do do things quite differently, so, so. I think it's just because you're, like, yeah, it's kind of what we're saying about being at the starting line. You're all at the same starting line, but suddenly the rules of the race has like completely gone out the window. Like there are really no rules. Whereas at school, it was all like, okay, you have to be there from this time to this time. Like, you yeah. know, take these subjects. So it was like you didn't have necessarily that much room to actually like be in, not necessarily an individual, but now you can go into very niche things and like really tailor your life and your lifestyle to how you want it. Um, and I think that's where people, like, discover what they really enjoy or don't and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I just feel like it gets become more themselves and know themselves better. Yeah, and, like, also, like, find out things, like, that you never knew yes. you, like, could do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Which I think is really cool. And I think that's, like, a whole part of... That's so true. That part of life. Yeah. Oh. Guys, we finished the haircut now. <laughs> And then it's, it's significantly shorter than we planned. <laughs> I'm sorry. She went ham, like... But it looks really good. It's still wet, but I think it looks really good. I'm kind of scared. I'm, I, I guess a similar thing happened um, when I was flatmates last year. If you're listening to this, you'll know who you are. I cut her, her hair as well. And the same thing happened because she also has really curly hair. It like went way shorter than I thought I was cutting it, but she ended up loving it. So it's almost like I told her <laughs> that it was gonna go shorter, and she was like, "It's okay, like." And like I have thick hair, like I have enough space that it's like this isn't gonna. I don't look like a little bowl cut, you know. Like I thought, I honestly thought I was cutting it longer, and then it was like halfway around. It's like, oh, okay. It's quite short, but I'm not mad about it. I'll just tie it up. <laughs> so maybe. If you want to hire me as a hairdresser like think twice have a look at my hair before and then just you know whatever you give her as a length to take off double it yeah that's what you're gonna do <laughs> oh, but you know it's yeah. all right we just love laugh loving it through exactly, life exactly we are 
It's the holiday from the bites and people who don't really know what they're What's doing. Oh, exactly. I'm the queen of giving unsolicited advice. I found out the other day. <laughs> You're taking that a step too far. Well, we were talking about it in our flat, because, like, you know. No, how did it come up? Wasn't it like a co star? Um, oh, oh yeah. Like, yeah. So we both have CoStar and they, it's like the app, the astrology one. And like, I love astrology, but I'm not a huge CoStar fan of these like little, they're like your horoscopes basically, but it's like these weird daily pieces ones. of advice they give you on the daily. Like I got one the other day and it was like, um, what did it say? Are they interesting or just emotionally unavailable? Yeah. Some of them are a bit questionable, questionable for yeah. sure. But some of them are like really funny. And yeah. you can like look at your chart with like your friends and like your compatibility yeah. and stuff. Like take it with a load like of salt. A, yeah, like a, like a shovel full of salt. Because <laughs> it's not like, I'm a bit skeptical. I'm, I like um, co-star for looking at, you can like see where all your placements are in your chart. But honestly, anything beyond that, like, yeah, these horoscopes and like, mm. I'm really, yeah. It, I just think people are like, oh. It's, I think it's one of those things that gives astrology a bad rep because it literally sounds like someone just wrote it while they were like tripping on it. It's like, or something. yeah, it's like the newspaper astrology. Yeah. It's like the daily ones. Trust your evil fair. instincts today or like stuff like that. Actually, what is mine today? What's yours today? Uh, I'm having a look. I think it was kind of odd, but it is every day, so I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. Let's have a look. Today, mine says. Be a house for every person you feel intimately connected to. Oh, okay. So Mine says... Definitely dive into that. <laughs> Why does your head always win in the battle against your heart? <laughs> okay, today's ones aren't going to go. I'm not sure I'm prepared to answer that one. Yeah, yesterday was trust your instincts. Um, oh, you can only go back a few days. That's annoying. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. It was try not to succumb to evil tendencies. That was a weird one. Yeah, whatever that means. Um. Anyway, yeah. Well, maybe we'll be recording another episode in, what, like 10 years time and we're 30 and haven't done all these things we want to. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've just cut your hair again. If this is still happening when we're 30, I would be pretty concerned. If we're still in the bathroom of our, like, moldy roofed flat, that would be a bit of an issue. <sighs> to say the least. But yeah. sorry, I've just been very hectic. No, it's... well, this is what it's all about. We just love a ramble. That's all I ever do on here. So Yeah, fair enough. And I always like listening to ones where like friends chat about just whatever. So thank you for being a guest. I hope you've enjoyed sorry, it. Right. I hope you have me back. Yeah, of course. I think I think we'll have her back. I think she can I do a round two. <laughs> that coffee energy. <laughs> That's just the two fire signs you've got in your big three. Don't worry. All it could all be explained. It does. I'm such a big believer. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. If you made it through this much of the episode. Um, yeah, well, maybe next week I'll let you know how the haircut actually turned out when the hair dries off. But um, as always, you can find me on Instagram at table for one the pod, um, and give us a follow on Spotify if you like it and just want to know when the new episodes are being released. So thank you so much. Bye.